Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I want to talk to you about the feminine, the being a woman, about receiving and all the energies and the beauty and the life experiences that come with the feminine. Um, in every one of us, whether you're male or female, or however you identify, we all have masculine energy in us and feminine energy. While the focus today will be on the feminine energy, um, I will talk about both. And I just want to bring you into the space of receiving, which is a very feminine trait. And one thing that most women, who is who I work with for the most part, have such a difficult time with. So. Join me in a conversation about these energies that are within us, how we can learn from them, tune into them, when we should tune into the one and the other, and most importantly, how to learn to receive the life that we want, the life that we yearn for, dream of, work for, but so often have such a hard time receiving. In fact, we tend to push it away. So let's talk about that. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward, and find love if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself, and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and that's when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried, and a stepmom to three, so we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back. As I was saying, we all embody feminine and masculine energies. What has happened in society in general for centuries and generations is that we have been kind of forced into a more, well, the patriarchy and the more masculine way of living tuning only into the masculine energies and often not the really uh, divine sort of natural energies, but more the the ones that reflect the wounded ones. So uh, for example, an abuse of power and dominance and control, being competitive, um, being unsupportive, being very sort of protective of yourself, but not necessarily of the village, if you will. This is the role that we've been often pushed into because, you know, we start as children being told what we're supposed to do with life and how we're supposed to do it. And the masculine qualities embody things like being active and doing and and expanding and moving forward and taking responsibility, focusing on things that are important to us. So it's, it's a very driven energy, if you will. It's a very active energy. And it's great for achieving things. But there has to be this balance between that and the feminine qualities, which are much more receptive and intuitive and turning inward and looking for intuitive guidance or inner wisdom. 
Um, other energies around the feminine are unconditional love, nurturing, flow, surrender, tenderness, kindness, being creative. I mean, think about it. We create life, um, feeling, allowing, whereas the wounded feminine comes, you know, along with the wounded masculine, basically, and she's a victim. Uh, she's needy. She feels powerless and weak. She's um, overly sensitive and overly emotional in an effort to to feel safe so she can create. Um, and then it creates this power dynamic and power struggle between the feminine and the masculine energies. Now, you will hear me say he and she because it's just an easier reference point. And it is my experience uh, that, generally speaking, women or people who identify as women hold a more predominance in feminine qualities than masculine or energies is a better word. Um, but that's not necessarily a rule. And so the same going for people who identify as men um, tend to have more dominance or dominance around the masculine energies within them. Now, this could be because of socialization and whatever, but I am not going to get into that. I really just want to explain how and why we want to achieve a balance here and mostly how to tune into our more feminine energies because those are the ones that have been suppressed. Those are the ones that haven't been valued. Those are the ones we were taught to not pay attention to, to not honor. And um, though we might be able to do that with other women, um, it is much harder for men to understand. So there's, you know, this narrative around, oh, you know, women are a whole different animal and we can't understand them. And just, you know, she's all emotional, leave her alone. Those kinds of comments creates this incredible divide and, and separation between men and women and their masculine and feminine energies. And it's really unfortunate because when in balance, if within yourself, when you're in balance and you're with a person who's in balance, there's a beautiful dance that can happen with the two of you nurturing, helping, feeding, kind of loving, supporting each other that creates just an ease and flow and joy in life. That is ultimately what we all want, but we seem to have no idea how to get there. And so when we're trying to achieve something in our life, whether it's a relationship or make more money or find a new job or um, have a family or, you know, whatever it may be, travel more, we tend to rush to the, the very sort of masculine qualities of taking action and setting goals and, and strategies and, you know, overachieving and hustling, you know, kind of that hustle culture to to complete these goals. Whereas often the only thing we actually need to do is turn inward, is to find the pleasure and the joy of life, of love and of creation inside of us so that we can also then enjoy it outside of us. You know, I'm sure you've heard in your healing journey as you're coming out of divorce, things like um, in order to receive love, you must, you know, love yourself first. Um, you have to take care of yourself first. And there's a lot of truth to that. Now, I believe you can receive all kinds of love, even when you don't love yourself, because the truth is there's lots of people who love you and you might not be feeling a lot of love for yourself right now. So um, I don't believe in those sort of 
absolutes or extremes in, in way of thinking. So we're going to keep things a little bit lighter for this conversation. So as I was saying, the feminine within us is about receiving. And so often, or that's one of her, her energies or characteristics. And for so many of us, as we think about what we want out of our lives, and you know, if there's one thing that gets you thinking about that, it's divorce. And, or, or actually any major life change, whether it is a, you know, a loss of a job, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a marriage, um, you know, some major life event happens, perhaps there's a health a scare or something like that. It gets us thinking about what we want out of life. And so we might start journaling and meditating on that and thinking about it and making vision boards and drawing out strategies and plans and writing down goals and doing all those things. Um, the doing part of all of that is much more masculine, which is fine, but we have to open up to receiving. And in order for us to create our actual dream and to step into the life that we want, we have to open up to receiving, receiving help and guidance and the actual gift of what it is that we want. And that's the hardest part. As much as we might say, I want to be wealthy or I want to make lots of money. And then the next thing we're thinking is, oh, but that'll never happen. Or, you know, oh, that's just, I don't seem to know how to do that. And so right away, we're creating a narrative or arguments against or justifications almost for why we won't. And that's us pushing against it. And that is us literally closing down the receiving of that exact thing that you're asking for. So you've definitely heard me talk about the law of attraction. And I'm sure you've heard people talk about it in other places. And the law of attraction essentially says that you are a magnet. We are all magnets. And what we put out is what we attract back to us. So if we want to achieve something in life, like for example... Um, make lots of money or lose weight, then we have to embody, which means living into or being that person who has money, who has a healthy body. We have to believe that this is available to us. And then we have to try to create an ease around it, an ease that allows for the flow of ideas and guidance and wisdom around achieving whatever the goal is. And that's the feminine energy. It is within the feminine energies or it is with our feminine energy that we create our dreams, not just in our imagination, but that we actually, it's, it's from that place that we become magnetic. The feminine is magnetic. She is able to send out a vibration of abundance and love and creative energy and flow and radiance in all of what she wants to create for herself. And she has the ability to receive. That is a very feminine quality, being receptive being allowing and surrendering, but it's the hardest thing to do. We have been raised in an environment that makes it really scary to drop all expectation, to not know how it's going to happen and just simply know that it will happen. You know, I worked with a coach 
several years ago, and I remember her talking about all of this and explaining that the how of achieving what I want to achieve, the how is none of my business. And it's an interesting way of looking at it, but it's essentially what I just said. It's, you know, as we are asking the universe or God or source energy or ourselves for these these things or this way of living or this way of feeling and being in life, you know, feeling joyful, feeling at peace, feeling abundant, um, feeling financially independent and strong and all of those things, as we ask for those things and put that out in the universe and want it to come back to us, we have to allow for it to come to us. If we get caught up in how, we start to push against it because we start getting, oh, well, how am I going to do that? Well, I could do this, but I don't know how to do that. Or I could do that. Or suddenly we have five different ideas and then we get overwhelmed and we do nothing. So to tune into this very creative and abundant energy and to create this life for yourself, you are invited to, yes, come up with the idea to express your desire, your want, your, um, you know, what you want for yourself, and then to let go and surrender and allow yourself to receive what you have asked for. Now, it might not, you know, land in your lap exactly the way you've asked for it. It might show up in forms of uh, guidance perhaps from within through meditation or from someone you know who suddenly comes to you with an idea and then you realize that, wait a second, if I do this with this person, I will get closer to my goal. Or maybe nothing happens for a while and then suddenly you have another idea that built on the first one and now you can see your path. I actually had this happen to me like today, literally today. I have been wanting to to create a book and I won't go into the details of what kind of book that's going to be right now, but one of the things that was really getting me stuck and so getting me out of my creative feminine, out of my receiving, out of my allowing and the flow was I was getting really stuck on how and it was making me walk away from it. So I wasn't getting started on it. I wasn't doing anything about it. I just kept dreaming about it, but it just never was manifesting into reality. And then I just happened to, uh, well, this TikTok actually arrived in front of me. I was like literally sitting and wasting time on TikTok. I was waiting for someone to come to my house. She was coming to visit and she was a few minutes late. So that's what I was doing. And this TikTok showed up and literally in 90 seconds, it was explained to me how I can self-publish a book. I was like, and I don't believe in coincidences, by the way, I believe I was in flow, I was in a good place, I was comfortable, I was safe, and this idea came. Now here's the key. I saw the idea for what it was. I was gifted a step. I was shown the path to eliminate my um, resistance to this idea and eliminate my biggest obstacle. Now I know that I can publish it and I know how, so now I can get started. Now I can start focusing on receiving guidance and inspiration and ideas for what it is that I want to create. And that's really exciting for me. So let me ask you this. What are you trying to create in your life? What is it that you want more of? What kind of a a way of living would you like to have? So I also know 
from my work that I do in my membership and also one-on-one that when I ask a woman what she wants out of her life, she has a really hard time answering that question because she gets caught up in very quickly get caught up in whether she can do it and also whether she should be asking for that. She feels selfish. She should be focusing on other things. And we tend to get, um, we tend to ask for something that's safe, meaning something we've already achieved before or something we know that we can achieve. So when I ask you, what do you want? Maybe pause this for a moment and wherever you are, if you're walking or driving, just pause it for a moment and ask yourself, what do I want? What do I really want? And if you can't think of like a thing or something that you want to do, a purpose or whatever, think of a feeling. I would like to feel creative. I'd like to feel at peace. I'd like to feel joy. I'd like to have more fun. I'd like to experience more adventure. Like whatever it is, tune into a feeling. And once you have a word or two that have come to you, whether it's you know specific goals or feelings, it doesn't matter. Anything's okay. Here's something that I really want you to remember. If it comes to you like that, so when you thought of that and whatever came to you, you can have it. Your inner guidance system that you just asked, what do I want? It is your inner voice, your inner guidance. It is your inner feminine that answered that question. Your inner guidance will not give you a dream that you cannot have. So if you can dream it, you can have it. The only thing standing in your way now is your ability to allow yourself to receive it. Wow, right? And then you might be thinking, okay, well, I have no problem receiving. Like, I'd love to have a million dollars and I'm available to receive that. Sure. Sure you are. I mean, aren't we all? We love that, right? But notice when we talk about money, for example. Um, It's usually a pretty good example because we might say, oh, I want a million dollars. I really, really want a million dollars. But then there's a part of you as well, the part of you that believes or doesn't believe that is also thinking, well, that's never going to happen. Or how am I going to do that? Or I'm just not one of those people that makes a million dollars or wins a million dollars or whatever. That's just not who I am. That's not who my family is. Or whatever the resistance is. Or here's another resistance that we have to money. You might think, yeah, a million dollars would be really nice, but I don't need a million dollars. Like, I don't need very much at all. I just, you know, I just need a little bit. And in fact, this evening, I had a coaching call on self-image, which I'm going to be bringing that topic to you as well one day. But we got talking a little bit about, you know, who they want to be, of course, as part of their self-image conversation. And so when we got talking about money, one of them asked for financial um, independence but then immediately qualified downwards, like what that was, like minimize, like it doesn't, I don't have to have this. I just, you know, have to, would like to have this. And the other one didn't even ask for financial independence. She just asked for financial stability. Well, I am quite certain that if I said to her, here is, you know, a magic genie lamp, whatever. And if you rub it, three times and make three circles around it, you can have whichever amount of money you want. I don't think she'd be asking for financial stability. She would be asking for financial wealth. Why is she asking for less than what she really, really wants? Maybe it's because she thinks she doesn't deserve more. Maybe she doesn't believe she can have more. 
Maybe she believes that, you know, people who have a lot of money are not good people. Whatever it is, when you are thinking about what it is that you want, and you could practice with money, by the way, because I guarantee you, we are all carrying so much baggage around money. Notice how quickly you push back and also notice in what way you start to qualify or not believe or push back. Another way that we push back on money is like, oh, I just wish I would like win the lottery. Wouldn't that be nice? Like, wow, that would be so nice. And I could finally, you know, pay this off and pay that off. And all I want is to not worry about money or I just want to you know, make some money. I just want to not be in this place anymore. What are we focusing on? You're focusing on the absence of it. And remember, I mentioned to you that you're a magnet. If you're focusing on the absence of money and you're constantly talking about the absence of it, I wish I could pay my bills. I wish I had more. I wish I wasn't so poor. I wish I wasn't always struggling. Absence, absence, absence of money. That's what you're magnetizing. Start focusing on the abundant feelings that come with money. If you had all the money that you wanted, how would you feel? Start doing things and thinking things that help you feel that way. And that's when you suddenly things start to happen. I have been telling myself that I'm an author and I'm going to write a book. In fact, I keep saying I have several books in me, probably at least five. And I know I'm going to write a book. And I know this. And I think this. And I have my little obstacle. And guess what showed up today? When I wasn't focusing on how hard it was, by the way, I wasn't even really thinking about writing a book. It pops into my mind every now and then, did a couple days ago. I just kind of let it come and I let it go. I didn't get into the details of it. And then the solution was given to me because I was in receiving mode. I wasn't pushing it away. That's the feminine. So how can we nurture this part of ourselves? Well, it's allowing yourself to receive. So start by practicing with things like receiving a compliment and not resisting it. So someone says, You know, thank you so much for your kindness today. That was so sweet of you. Instead of saying something like, oh, no, no, it was nothing. You could just say, you're welcome. It was really nice to do that for you. Start by practicing gratitude. Start by sitting in stillness, asking for what you want, or even just thinking about, I love being a person of abundance. I love being a person of wealth. Money and I are best friends. And then just sit. Don't think about how. Don't think about amounts. Just think about how good it feels to be on the same frequency vibrationally as money, as lots of money, or as, you know, being in a loving relationship, or as being healthy and, and at a weight that you're comfortable with and feeling good in your body, for example. Imagine that without any resistance, without looking in a mirror, without judging yourself, without nothing, just simply, I love being healthy. I love feeling strong in my body. That feels so good. And then wait and see what happens. 
Wait and see what inspiration comes your way. Maybe you wake up the next day and you're so motivated to get started on a walking program or joining a gym or something. It's just, you have to allow it to sit and and come to you and then you, you really just have to create space for it. So one of the ways that we also create space, of course, is to let go of things that don't serve us. If we wanna create a new existence for ourselves, we have to let go of the things that don't serve us anymore. If you now from listening to this are realizing I have so many blocks around money or love or health or whatever, how can you let go of that? How can you just not do that to yourself? How can you allow yourself to just be who you are right now and knowing that what you want is coming to you? Because, you know, you deserve it. Because you're amazing. How can we make it less about neediness, less about feeling like we're in lack all the time, and more about abundance? Well, focus on the abundance around you. Connect with Mother Nature. Put your feet on the ground and ground yourself and imagine yourself just rooted to the ground and supported and held by the most beautiful feminine energy of all, Mother Earth, Gaia. She has you. She she loves you unconditionally. She takes care of us. She nurtures us and she gives to us. And we receive from her. We receive beautiful flowers and trees and nourishment through the food that grows on her earth, in her soil, right? Just sit with that. Just sit with the abundance that is around you all the time and just be in gratitude for it. Just think this is amazing. I have so much. I have the breath that I breathe. I have the air around me. I have this beautiful earth that I'm sitting on that's holding me. I have all the amazing food that I need that's grown by the earth. You know, so just kind of breathe into that, live into that. Just be in the place of abundance and feel that spreading through your body. Then you'll become a magnet to abundance. Now, I just, before I finish up today, I want to bring in how the masculine can support us here. Often, it's really hard for us to be in receiving mode because we tend to live in fight or flight. And when we're in fight or flight, we cannot receive. We're afraid, we're anxious, um, we're, we're doing, we're surviving. When you're just simply getting through the day and in survival mode, you are not able to sit down and open yourself up to receiving. Because when we open ourselves up, we're vulnerable. We are allowing for energy to come in. The masculine, and this can be masculine energy that is within you, within the girlfriend, within the male friend, the father, a brother, or within the partner one day. The masculine energy of holding safe space for you because the masculine is protective he is confident and courageous and capable and stable and assertive it doesn't mean he's better it doesn't mean he's stronger than you because you hold all these qualities as well but if you have someone in your life who is predominantly masculine or who's willing to be that energy around you then let them because what they can do is create the space for you to relax, for you to rest 
into the feminine energy so you can open up to receiving. Now, what's really important is that this person or this energy is not controlling, is not critical, is not um, competitive with you in any way, because those are the, the negative sides or the wounded masculine energies. This needs to be someone who is very confident and comfortable and will just hold space for you without trying to change you, without trying to tell you what to do or how to do it, just support you period. Just simply will support you and hold a safe space for you to create, to be, and to receive. So how can we do this work? How can we learn to do more of this work? How can we learn to let go of the energies that are hurting us, the codependency, the over-emotional states, the, you know, the manipulation we sometimes resort to to try to get what we want, the victim mentality, how can we get away from that? How can we get away from thinking things like, oh, if I just had this or if just this, then I'd be able to be more in receiving mode. That's victim mentality. How do we let go of all of that? Well, that's the work that we do around here. Um, I recommend things like meditation, journaling, connecting with the earth. I've talked about that already. Connecting with crystals, um, you know, maybe allowing your intuition to pull, you know, cards for yourself, oracle or tarot, or or perhaps booking an appointment with me to have your cards read for you, or signing up for our free daily tarot um, card pull, which might, you might find a really fun way to start tuning into your intuition. But I want to invite you to something really special, which is going to be all about the feminine. And it's a retreat. It's a weekend retreat that's happening in the end of October. And yes, it is another rising moon sisters retreat. There's going to be the most gorgeous full moon in the middle of this weekend on the Saturday night. This is also in connection with Samhain. Um, so it's that there's a, a huge transformational portal opening that weekend under this full moon. And we are calling it nurturing the mother, meaning nurturing the feminine inside you, nurturing the loving, creative, intuitive, beautiful, radiant space inside you and allowing her to be in a safe space. It is about myself and my retreat partner holding that space for you, creating that environment where you can just breathe and be and become a magnet for everything you want. It's about us nurturing you so you don't have to do it. That's the space that we're creating for you. This is an opportunity for you to take a really huge step into your dream, literally going from where you sit right now, wherever you are, and just stepping into a whole new way of being by really tuning into those energies. There will be Reiki and meditation and yoga um, we will have a heart opening cacao ceremony. We will balance our chakras. We will um, journal. We will walk uh, on her beautiful 15 acre property. We're going to have a huge bonfire under the full moon. She has a, a yurt where we'll be doing a lot of these practices. A beautiful cabin in the woods. Like I could go on and on. Of course, there'll be a link below for this retreat coming up. 
um, we have only seven or eight spots. So don't delay. And if you have a friend you want to do this with, grab her and bring her. Maybe your mom, your sister. This is an opportunity for you to really nourish yourself and the people you love. But I want you to focus on you. Only bring someone with you if you know that you can still focus fully on you. If you're going to bring someone and you're going to feel responsible for that person, that's not going to work. So I want to invite you to step into yourself. It's You will have to be brave. Um, you will have to allow. You'll have to let go of things that you're used to holding on to. But what you will find is you don't need those things, those beliefs, those paradigms, those structures that we've been taught from childhood. They've served their time. They've done their thing. It's time to let go and create space for your new life. So with that, I'm going to let you go for today. I hope that you felt something stir inside you when we were talking today. And I encourage you to maybe take a few minutes after this and turn on some meditation music if that helps you or go sit on the earth if you have an opportunity to do that. Lean on a tree. But even if you don't have any of that available to you, just sit down somewhere in your home where you feel safe. Get really cozy and comfortable. And imagine yourself just roots growing from your feet or your bottom just down into the earth and connect with that energy, that earth energy. Feel the safety and just start asking and start feeling into what it is that you want out of your life. And then when you're done doing that, go and book the retreat and let's make it all happen. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for taking this time for yourself. I am so grateful for you as we head into our second year of this podcast. I wish you a beautiful day.